was nowhere safe. Maybe not even hell itself. Not that I particularly wanted to go there. I briefly closed my eyes and tried to control the panic surging through me. And yet that approaching wave of anger filled every recess of my mind, making thought, let alone calm, near impossible. If they got hold of me... My skin crawled. It took a moment to register that my skin was actually crawling, or at least part of it was. I glanced down. The wingless, serpent-like dragon tattoo on my left arm was on the move, twisting around like a wild thing trapped. Anger gleamed in its dark eyes, and its scales glowed a rich, vibrant lilac in the half-light of the room. Of course it wasn't an ordinary tattoo. It was a Dusan, a creature of magic that had been designed to protect me when I walked the fields. It was a gift from my father, and one of the few decent things he'd actually done for me since this whole key saga had begun. Unfortunately, the Dusan was of little use here on Earth. It shouldn't even have been able to move on this plane, let alone partially disengage from my skin, as it had in the past. What's wrong now? I glanced at Ileana, my best friend, flatmate, and a powerful witch in her own right. Her warm tones were rich with concern, and not without reason. After all, she'd only just managed to save the life of her mate, Miri, from my father's foul magic. And here I was again, threatening not only Miri's life, but Ileana's, her mum's, and those of everyone else who currently stood within the walls of this place— because not even the magic of the brindle, as powerful as it was, would stop the Razik. It had been designed to protect the witches from the evil of this world. It was never meant to be a defense against what came from the grey fields. The Razik hunt us. Azrael's reply was flat, matter of fact. Yet his anger reverberated through every inch of my being, as fierce as anything I could feel from the Razik. But it wasn't just anger, it was anticipation, and that was possibly scarier. He drew his sword and met my gaze. If the ominous black-blue fire that flickered down the sides of Valdis, which was the name of the demon locked within the metal of his sword, and to imbued it with a life and power of its own, was anything to go by, she was as ready to fight as her master, as ready as Amaya would have been had she been here. We need to leave. Now. Eliana frowned. Then go home. We can't, I cut in. Home's gone. It had been blown to smithereens when I'd thrust Amaya's black steel into my father's flesh, and had allowed her to consume him. It was an action I didn't regret, not after everything the bastard had done. Yes, Eliana replied. But the wards your father gave us should still be active. I placed a spell on them that prevents anything or anyone other than us from moving them. Even from what basically resembled a bomb blast. She hesitated. That I can't guarantee. A half guarantee is better than nothing. Azriel's gaze met mine again. If they aren't active, then we stand and fight. The Razik still need you, no matter how furious they might currently be. 
Yes, but they didn't need him, and they would destroy him if they could. Still, what other choice did we have? No matter where we went, either here or on the grey fields, others would pay the price. I hesitated. Will the Brindle's magic react if we transport out from within its walls? Normally, yes. Keandra, the Brindle's head witch, replied. She stood near Miri and Zaira, Ileana's mum, her gaze bright and all too knowing in the shadowed room. But given the events of the last few days, I have woven specific exceptions into our barriers. Thanks. We were going to need them. I swallowed, then stepped toward Azriel. Call me, Ileana said. Let me know you're okay.